welcome my peace love and sex family it has been some time now i just want to say before i begin tonight's episode i would like to advise my listeners that if you are sexually active and have more than one person or multiple partners please form an appropriate habit of getting tested regularly whatever that may look like to you whether it's once a week once a month even once a year With that being said, let's get into this week's episode. S is for sit and listen, T is for tell others, and I is for be informative. Yes, that's correct. Tonight's episode is on STIs. Tonight we're getting into STIs, which were once known as STDs, but after changing its name in 2013 due to people feeling like a disease was too harsh, we now call them infections. Tonight, we will go over the most common number 10 STIs in the world. Now, what is an STI? An infection caused by an infection passed through unprotected sex. Sexual contact, oral sex, anal sex, woman to woman, men to men, or close personal contact. Now you want to know, what are there? Syphilis. Syphilis is a bacterial infection that can lead to very serious complications if left untreated. Syphilis comes in four stages, and these four stages are the primary stage, the secondary stage, the latent stage, and the territory stage. There are different symptoms with each stage. The first sign of syphilis is a small sore that appears where the bacteria has entered your body. This usually happens about three weeks after exposure to the bacteria. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea is a bacterial infection, also known as the clap. It can affect your genitals, your throat, or anus. This is why it's so important to use barrier protection against STIs even when you're not having penis to vagina sex. Gonorrhea can cause penile or vaginal discharge, sore throat, or painful urination. But sometimes, gonorrhea doesn't cause any symptoms. Some people who are infected can unintentionally transmit this to their sexual partners. Gonorrhea can cause serious health issues when and if left untreated. Chlamydia. Now, chlamydia is one of the most common transmitted STIs. Related to gonorrhea, chlamydia may not cause symptoms. So people who have an infection but don't know They can, too, unknowingly infect other people. Additionally, chlamydia can infect your throat and anus as well as your genitals. If symptoms do occur, they may include penile or vaginal discharge, sore throat, or painful urination. Hepatitis. Hepatitis is a viral infection. It can cause liver inflammation 
and lead to liver damage. There are various types of hepatitis, but hepatitis B is the most common transmitted STI. Hepatitis B can cause other infections in your body and even liver cancer and sometimes death. HIV. HIV is a virus that can cause another disease called Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome, also known as AIDS. HIV weakens your ability to fight infections and cancer by infecting and killing your T-cells. It can take a long time for syndromes for someone with HIV to develop AIDS. However, Till this day, there's still no care for HIV or AIDS. Trich. Most common STI. Only 30% of people will actually experience symptoms. This is passed to from one infected person to the other, whether it's through intercourse, oral sex, and anal sex. This can be passed from woman to woman and pregnant women with T possesses 30% of high preterm de deliveries or low birth infants. If properly diagnosed, this can be treated with the right treatment. But if left untreated, this can lead to genital inflammation, which makes you more vulnerable to catching HIV. MG, also known as Mycoplasma genitalium. It is a STI that most people haven't even heard of. This is the smallest known bacteria with the capacity to replicate itself. This infection, like gonorrhea and chlamydia, can cause infertility and pregnancy issues. Human papillomavirus virus, HPV. HPV is another very common STI. About 30 types of HPV can affect your genitals, rectum, and anus. In most cases, HPV causes no symptoms. When they do occur, the most common symptom is genital warts. 14 types of HPV can lead to cervical cancer. Genital wart herpes. A virus called herpes simplex type 2 which is also seen as hsv-2 can cause genital herpes genital herpes cause painful blisters on your genitals and anus there are no cure for hip for herpes the infection may clear up and then might even return in a few months or even a few years later pubic lice Pubic lice, such as crabs, are tiny insects that live on your pubic hair. These creatures make small bites into your skin, and they feed on your blood. Lice is very hard to spot, but if you do see specks of blood in your underwear, crabs can cause intense itching, but don't cause 
any serious harm. Either way, I don't think any of us want to itch and find crabs in our underwear. When do you get them? Though some STIs can be cured, a lot cannot. So sharing contaminated needles, such as ones that you inject drugs with, or using contaminated body piercings or tattoo equipment also can transmit some infections, such as HIV, hepatitis V, and C. A few infections can be sexually transmitted, but are also spread through non-sexual close contact. Some of these infections like CMV, which is a type of herpes, are not considered STIs even though they can be transmitted through sexual sexual contact. So regardless of how a person is exposed, once a person is affected by STI, he or she or them can spread the infection to other people through oral, vaginal, or anal sex. That is even if he, she, or them has no symptoms. So how do we prepare for safer sex if we have experience or been with a partner who has experienced one or more of these? Number one, know your current status from your healthcare provider. Number two, invest in condoms, dental dams, or finger condoms. Number three, lubes. Use lubes that don't break down the healthy latex layer over condoms such as oil lubes. Most people will recommend water-based lubes, but once again, you need to check the packaging of any lube and any condoms you're gonna use to make sure that they're in court, like correspondence with each other. Number four, practicing monogamy. Keeping it to one partner can lessen your chance of passing your STI along and decrease your chance of getting them. Number five, this is a giant one. Do not douche after sex. Though this sounds good because you'd be removing unwanted sperm, however, you will also be removing good natural vagina bacteria. Number six, clean any toys or objects used during intercourse. Number seven, communication and being open, even if that means you be turned down, It's 2023. Please be fucking honest about your sexual desires as well as your sexual diseases. Number eight, everyone's favorite. (laughs) Totally not. But abstain from sex. If you are not sure how to communicate with a partner because you have a disease or you have any sexual um, infections, Maybe just practicing abstinence and staying away from people until you are able to cross that uncomfortable line and expressing to people what your sexual history looks like. The takeaway I would like everyone to take away from this episode tonight is condoms, dental dams, and other safety measures can protect against certain sexual transmitted infections. Through sexual intercourse, when it comes to passing STIs between partners, you can also transmit STIs through oral sex too. 
So protection works all around from protecting you from those risky fluids being shared between you two. My question is to you, do you want one of these? If your answer is no, which I'm hoping, take the most common and most safety health route possible to protect yourself. And if you are a person that is living with an STI and an affection, continue to tell your partners ahead of time and let them know. Even if you're going to get turned down, it's better to be honest than to be blamed at the end. With that being said, indulging your pleasure, choose peace, peace, love, and sex. Good night.